It's Saturday, January the 1st, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist. Coming up, muted New Year's celebrations and stock markets bumper 2021. First, the week in brief. The world marked the arrival of 2022 with subdued celebrations. In Auckland, New Zealand, groups were allowed to gather for the first time since August. In Australia, officials in Sydney allowed its fireworks display to go ahead. But many governments have toned down celebrations amid concerns that crowds will spread COVID-19. In America, Officials said only 15,000 people could gather in Times Square, New York, one quarter of the pre-pandemic cap. Global stock markets closed for the last time in 2021, having enjoyed a bumper year. Buoyed by low interest rates and fiscal stimulus packages, America's S&P 500 index rose by 27% over the past 12 months while the Nasdaq increased by 21%. The FTSE All-World Index gained 16%. Tech giants and energy firms have driven much of the year's stock price increases. Kim Jong-un, North Korea's dictator, said his countrymen face a, quote, life-and-death struggle, and called for more efforts to tackle a worrying food shortage. Wrapping up a plenary session to mark his 10 years in power, Mr Kim unusually refrained from rattling his sabre at America or South Korea, focusing instead on domestic changes. He did, though, pledge to modernise North Korea's arms. Colorado's governor, Jared Polis, declared a state of emergency as wildfires swept through Boulder County, a largely suburban area north of Denver, the state capital. At least 33,000 people have fled, and hundreds of homes have been destroyed. The fires are thought to have begun when strong winds toppled power lines. That wind is now fanning the flames. A prolonged drought in the region has helped to create conditions conducive to fires. Deaths from COVID-19 in Eastern Europe, including Russia, passed one million according to a tally produced by Reuters news agency. However, data collected by The Economist suggests the pandemic death toll is probably much higher. The region has seen more than 1.6 million, quote, excess deaths, those that exceed the average number in a given country prior to the pandemic. Russia alone has suffered more than 1 million such excess deaths since April 2020. It has officially recorded fewer than 270,000 COVID-19 deaths. Huawei, a Chinese telecoms manufacturer, reported that its revenues fell by almost 30% in 2021 compared with the year before, as American sanctions dampened the firm's smartphone sales. That is an improvement on the third quarter, when its revenues were down by 38% year on year. Donald Trump, the former American president, imposed export controls on Huawei in 2019, citing security concerns because of the company's links to China's government. And word of the week. Freemium, a business model popular with video game makers, whereby the game itself is cheap or free 
and money is made from in-game purchases. And now here's today's agenda. The world in 2022. Saudi Arabia on its best behaviour. This week we are looking ahead to the big stories of 2022. Today, what will be shaping the Middle East and Africa? Last year there were few calamitous headlines for Mohammed bin Salman, Saudi Arabia's crown prince in part because his kingdom backed away from previous foreign policy that was pugnacious but profitless. A blockade of Qatar from June 2017 to January 2021 led to no major concessions. The abduction of Saad Hariri, Lebanon's then Prime Minister, in 2017 did not rearrange Lebanese politics to Saudi liking. In 2022, the kingdom will continue to pursue a nascent dialogue with Iran. It will not create warmth between the old foes, but may reduce the risk of open conflict. The Saudis will edge further away from America, which has long been their security guarantor. Three successive American presidents have seemed unhappy playing that role. In August, the Saudi defence minister, signed a military cooperation deal with his Russian counterpart. Expect more such agreements, though Saudi relations with Russia are complex. Ties with China, both military and economic, will also grow. The World in 2022 Bennett vs Bibi in Israel Even before Naftali Bennett took over as Prime Minister of Israel in June, his predecessor, Benjamin Netanyahu, vowed to bring him down. But Mr Bennett's coalition of nationalists, leftists and Arab conservatives has been resilient. It built on Mr Netanyahu's successes, strengthening ties with Arab countries and swiftly rolling out COVID-19 booster jabs. It passed Israel's first budget in more than three years. One big question is whether Mr Netanyahu will remain in the Knesset, Israel's parliament, in 2022. Members are barred from accepting outside payments. Were he to leave, he could, for example, take a holiday on a private island without facing questions over who paid for it, as happened in September. He could make money giving speeches, consulting or sitting on corporate boards. And he could raise funds for his legal defence. He faces three cases on charges of fraud, breach of trust and accepting bribes while Prime Minister, all of which he denies. The World in 2022 Nigeria's Troubles The IMF forecasts that sub-Saharan Africa's GDP will grow by 3.8% in 2022. Countries bouncing back from a difficult 2021 will include minnows, Rwanda, the Seychelles and medium-sized economies, Ivory Coast, Ghana. But the region's biggest economy will continue to struggle. Nigeria faces profound security threats. Jihadist groups are terrorising the northeast, 
Gangs of armed bandits kidnap people and extort money from farmers in the northwest. Meanwhile, separatists in the southeast frequently demand that people stay at home in protest against the federal government. All this causes disruption for anyone trying to do business. Terrible roads, power cuts, erratic policy making, and an economy over reliant on oil all add to the problems. Rising oil prices could replenish the country's coffers if its creaking wells can pump enough. But the return of easy oil money will reduce pressure on politicians to get serious about diversifying the economy. The world in 2022. African elections to watch. African elections will be scarce in 2022. Those that take place will test the health of democracy on the continent. Mali, which suffered two coups within a year, is meant to return to civilian rule in February. Military men have exploited the war economy that exploded as a result of the Western-backed battle against jihadists. A delayed vote would increase uncertainty. Angola's elections in August will be the first real test of President Joao Lourenco's popularity. He has selectively pursued those accused of graft under the previous regime and proposed ways to diversify the oil-dependent economy. But low oil prices and the pandemic kept the country in recession and subsidies for electricity, water and transport cut angered many Angolans. In Kenya, Uhuru Kenyatta is nearing the end of his presidency. It is unclear who will replace him. Raila Odinga, a fellow scion of a political family, or William Ruto, the deputy president. Voters will decide in August. Finally, here's the quote of the day from Vijaya Lakshmi Pandit, who died on December 1st, 1990. Freedom is not for the timid. That's it from The Economist Morning Briefing, available every weekday and on Saturdays. You can hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, by searching for The Economist on your podcast app or asking your smart speaker to play the latest Economist podcast. And as a subscriber, you have access to each week's full edition in audio. Just download The Economist app on your mobile device to start listening. 